boom, we're live. What up, kids? Hey, are you excited for spring? I am. It's supposed to be starting early. Well, springtime and blind is coming your way on episode 162 of the Empty Space Podcast, baby. He did it. He it. That's awesome. Fuck Fiddlehead, me. bitches. Fiddlehead. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. So we got a local band coming on this podcast. Not coming on this podcast. Calm yeah. down. I know. Sorry. Hopefully they'll come on. Maybe they'll listen That'll and be, be like, sick. these guys are so cool. Uh, yeah. We're going to be breaking down uh, a band that is local to us uh, mm-hmm. out of Boston, Massachusetts, Fiddlehead. Uh, Springtime and Blind, their full album that came out back in 2018. We are going to be breaking that bad mama jamba down. Uh, but before we get into that, as always, we like to talk our little teeny brains off, just like Patrick Starr, uh, and shoot the shit about nothing. So, uh, yeah. what's up with nothing, dude? Nothing. What's up with you? I'm just nothing. chilling. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I am off work today. Then I have school all week. And then I, uh... Go back to work next week. So, it's fun. Just, just hanging out. What about you? Hanging with the baby, still off of work. Uh, hitting the gym a little bit more now, which is good. Still eating everything in sight. And uh, I want to let everybody know it is February 19th of recording date. Oh, which also means Tori's birthday. Is tomorrow. Yes, sir. Happy yep. birthday, Tori. Happy birthday to the missus. That's awesome. Yep. You guys do anything cool? Uh, we might. Or can you do... not talk about it? No, no, no. I think we might just go to dinner. Nice. Um, we're kind of too broke to do really anything this year. Yeah. Usually we go away. You know that. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you go to New Hampshire and stuff. Yeah, usually we go away for the weekend, but uh, wasn't in the cards this weekend this year. So, mm. um, probably in a few weeks or a month or so, we might go away for a weekend. But. Nice. Uh yeah, we'll probably just do dinner, and that's about it. And then just hang that'll, out. That'll be good. Yeah, that'll be good. nothing wrong with that. So I like it. I like it. Yeah. No, I um, I just recently had my birthday. Uh, on Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, Day. you did. Yes, we said that already. Happy birthday yeah. to Stevie. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I ended up um, I ended up going. Years old. It's crazy, right? I don't look it. I look like I'm 62. So uh, mm-hmm. happy birthday to myself, being 52. And yeah, uh, what'd you do? Went into Boston, went into the North End, Pizzeria yep. Regina. Nice. And uh, Mike's Pastries. Hell yeah. And Kane's uh, Donuts. Love that. I played fucking, I don't even know. I just ate so much, dude. It was insane. And yeah, I thought uh, you were going to say you played. No, I didn't play. I was going to say, uh, never mind. Anyways, it. <laughs> no, I, uh, I went to the city, then we came home early. Around like one or something, and I hung with the baby all day, which is really cool because it was my first uh, birthday with our daughter, and actually our first, her first birthday ever being like involved with like singing happy birthday and stuff. So that was pretty cool, man. It's pretty, pretty yeah. surreal. That's cool. It was cool too because it was my first birthday without Jax too because he passed away. So it was like a missing piece, and then adding a piece. Yeah. So yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, I, uh, I was in. I I got how was that was that weird without the dog yeah I mean with the distraction of the baby it was yes that's how you know way easier but it was yeah. definitely thinking about it until the day got there was hard because like yeah, we do this yeah, thing yeah. where we we play um 
the Happy Birthday song by the Beatles. So it's like there's this piano part. So we take our for the last like forever, all our dogs since I was born, we all get on our hands on the table and pretend to play the piano. Yeah. So we'd have Jax jump up and we'd take his paws and do it. And then he like pretends to bite us and like he's like, what the fuck? I just want cake. And then he usually gets the first piece and he just eats it in one fucking swallow. Yeah. So I was just thinking of all those things and I had all these memories popping up on my Snapchat being like a year ago today. And it was like him doing that stuff. So that was hard. But um, the day of uh, in doing the cake was so such a distraction now that I have yeah. a baby. So, but yeah. yeah, that's how like. That's how Disney World was for me, cause like yeah, that was the first Christmas without my grandmother, my first birthday without my grandmother, like yep, um, all that stuff. So it was like I almost like felt bad, cause like it would hit me, and then I'd be like, oh shit, I forgot, like almost like I forgot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, what an asshole, like I forgot, and then uh, towards like it's not that you forgot, it's just that you were distracted, and like it's not. You know, you're not sad today. Like, you shouldn't be sad today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, that's true. And then she was like, it's probably, you know, partly her being like, you know, don't worry about it. Mm. Have fun. Enjoy your honeymoon. Enjoy Christmas and your birthday. And But there was moments, you know, that it would hit me and I'd think about it and be like, oh, this is the first, you know. Like, when I talked to my mother on Christmas and my birthday, it was tough. But yeah, then you kind of get focused on the parks and stuff like that. And you kind of forget almost not forget, but it's yeah. like you kind of you get distracted by it. So 100%. I know what you mean. It's uh, I feel like sometimes you and then you start to like feel like when you forget, not forget, but you get distracted. Once you realize you feel like you have to beat yourself up like oh, I deserve yeah, to be sad. I, mean. I have yeah. to be sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I should be sad. Like I shouldn't be having a good time. Like. You know, I did it on Thanksgiving. I was like, I went and I played hockey and everything, and that was a wicked good distraction. And then I got home and I put music on when I'm in the shower. And you like this song never comes on, never ever comes on. And then Neck Deep mm-hmm. Wish You Were Here came on, and it just all fucking like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my god, what a piece of shit! Like I forgot everything. Like, I didn't even realize it was the first one without her. Like, what the fuck? And then I was like, had to tell myself, well, it's not that you forgot. It's just you were distracted. And then, you know, she wouldn't want me to be sitting here sad the whole time. No. But you do feel you feel guilty, like that you're almost like moving on. It's so weird. Yeah, it is. It's a weird like. I shouldn't be like enjoying myself today. I should be sad today. But then you're like, something happens and you're kind of like, oh, okay. And then, you know, like you get on a ride or whatever, like, and you're just kind of like, forget about it. And then it comes back and then you're like, I shouldn't be enjoying myself today. This this is a sad day. And then it's like, but it shouldn't be. You know, yeah, it's it like a, a, it's like a dessert, dude. You, you fucking, yeah. You have it. You're ex- you're excited for it. You savor it, and then you eat it. And then once you finish it, you're like, "Oh, dude, I shouldn't have ate that whole thing." Yeah. And then you beat yourself up, and you're like, "Oh, why did I do that?" It's like, no, dude, just fucking just enjoy it, man. I mean, yeah, it sucks, but like, I mean, it's easier said than done, too. Especially, yeah, deaths. You know, it's yeah, just I mean, uh, you, you know, it's not easy. 
it's yeah. it's tough, man. It's not uh the first ones are always the I mean, every holiday is gonna be tough, but it's the first ones that are really the fucking the hottest. Oh yeah, for sure. And, for uh, sure. Yeah, I'm just lucky like that I was, you know where I was this year. I think there was a reason for everything that like I'm a big there's a reason for everything. Like everything happens for a reason type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there was a reason why I was in Disney world this Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it was like, so I wouldn't be sad this Christmas. So I would have, you know, a good time on my honeymoon mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then the only thing that I don't understand what, like, and this is where I know me and you have talked about this. Like, when I've said everything happens for a reason, it's kind of like a blanket statement, you know? Yeah, because I'm like, I'm the opposite of you. Yeah, but then there's things like, you know, if everything happens for a reason, why did my grandmother die before my wedding? Why couldn't she have come to my wedding? Yeah. And I know you think the same thing. And it's like, that's where I, I'm like half in, half out with the everything happens for a reason type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I, I, certain uh, <laughs> things happen for a reason, and then certain things are just like they just make no sense, and there's no rhyme or reason for it at all. Yeah, you know, like the stuff that's you know we've talked about with you. It's like there yeah. really is no, there's no, like oh that happened because this had to happen. It's like no, that just was something fucked up that happened that shouldn't have happened, and there's no yeah. reason for it. So no, I, I hear that because I, I used to be. I used to be all in for it, and then all this shit happened in my life, and I was like, you know what? Nope. And now I'm all out. I, 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 maybe there's like ten percent of me that says like, like you just like, and I've said it before on the podcast where I'm like, dude, like some things happen for certain reasons, but yeah, yep. I, I just, I'm just, maybe it's just me being biased because I've had so many things happen where I'm just like, I don't want to see the light, so I'm not looking at it like that at all. So, but. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's definitely, when something like what happens to both of us this past year happens, it's like, how are we supposed to be like, well, they died for a reason. It's like, well, no, like, why couldn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just. Yeah. But, we, you know, you can sit there all day and go back and forth with it and beat yourself up over it, but. You can fiddle your head with it, you know? You sure can. Fiddle around. Yeah. That's a good way of bringing it back in. <laughs> Let's bring it back in, man. Yeah, um, we got a little depressing there. Sorry. <laughs> hey, bro, we're fucking mental health yeah, podcast, too. Fuck shit. that shit. Real um, shit. So, but no. But yeah. Well, well, Glad you had a good birthday. <laughs> I did. I did. I had a oh, good birthday. We also did Christmas, oh. finally. That was the point I was getting at, and then Tor's birthday reminded me of that. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. it's February yeah. 19th, and we finally exchanged Christmas presents. Yeah, we did Christmas. <laughs> We yeah. did Christmas finally. Yeah. Um, boy, Empty Space Podcast is going to have a hell of a summer. I'd say. <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> I uh, I kept that from you for a while, dude. I, I uh, If anybody's ever wondering, every for a long time, especially during the Blink breakdowns, Batch would always bring up like, oh, did you get tickets? Oh, we got to get tickets. We have to go. And every time I kind of would like shush it away, I'd be like, yeah, dude, like, We'll I don't him. know. We'll figure we'll get it him. out. It's in July. We'll get him. Yeah. It's in July. We'll, we'll get him. It got to the point where Batch was like, this is weird. Steve's not like, whatever. Like, so he ended up was going to get them for me for Christmas. Yeah. Yep. And I say was because I already beat him to the butch. That's why I was acting the way I was. Cause I've had the ticket since pre-sale. 
And I didn't want to ruin the surprise, but he, he ended up texting my wife being like, hey, I'm thinking of getting Blink tickets for Christmas. And then Alyssa had told me, and she had a lie to batch and be like, oh, I think his mom's doing it because if he had bought those tickets, yeah, I would have fucking felt so bad. And like, Alyssa, I was like, hey, did you text him? She's like, no. I was like, it's been a fucking day. You haven't texted him? What if he buys the goddamn tickets? He's going to be out like 800 bucks. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, I was going to get him for your birthday. And then uh, she was like, I think I think uh, Alicia and his mom got them for him. So don't do not do yeah. it. <laughs> yep. It's like, okay. And then I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. No, that was that was cool. Yeah, it was sick. So and we're then, going um, to blink. Yeah, we're going to blink, and then uh, batch. Finally, I got all my fucking dope ass Disney presents. Got me the some of the sickest pins I have. I actually have a super cool Thor bobblehead. That's all my. I keep oh, yeah. him on my little my computer desk now. He's perfect size, but uh. Yeah, no, I got some dope ass pins and uh, a Pez, Goofy Pez, and Amelia got some dope ass clothes. The Disney one, which we yeah. just washed, so we'll see if it still fits her. If not, we're just gonna keep it. Yeah, I figured. Um, I was. I figured you guys would frame it or something. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll do something with it. A hundred percent. Yeah, her first Disney sweatshirt. Yeah, the thing's Cause, sick. Because we weren't sure what size to get her. We, I was like, let's get her three to six months, and then Tori was like, but she's. Like literally two weeks old. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And she's like, "Steve's not gonna want to wait." And I was like, "Yeah, you're no. right." No, <laughs> no. But little did we know, three months later. <laughs> I know, I know. It should still so, fit there. It looks pretty. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try it on. It should. Um, but yeah, I saw that that Thor pin, the one that Thor I Thor pin sick. Oh, dude, I ran around like every fucking park looking for that fucking thing. I was so mad. None of them had it except Animal Kingdom. Finally had it. Cause it's one of those like special edition ones, you know how they mm-hmm. like, and they keep them behind the counter, mm-hmm. when they're like locked up in a case, and then you gotta go to the counter and be like, "Do you have the door pin?" And they're like, "Yeah, no." And I'm like, "Fuck!" But I went that to Animal sick. Kingdom, and they were like, "Yeah, we have one left." And I was like, "I want it. Give me it." Now. <laughs> yeah, then, I love yeah. that one because it's like a for people listening, comic it's book. like a comic book, but you can open it up, and it's mm-hmm. fucking weighs like twenty pounds. It's fucking sick, dude. Fucking sick. And the boardwalk uh, Christmas pin with oh, yeah. uh, Pluto in the stocking. Uh, goofy pin. Uh, got Baby Groot for Alyssa, but we both didn't realize it. Like, Baby Groot's, like, his leaves. There's leaves coming out of him. Yeah. Because yeah, he's almost Baby like Groot. a succulent. <laughs> but, yeah, but you didn't know. It was, like, it was like rubbery. It was cool. Yeah. It's yeah. A texture to it. So, yeah, it was fun. And then... When we got off Guardians of the Galaxy, they had, like, but I was like, that'd be kind of weird for me to get her. It was, like, a little, like, Groot thing. It was, like, a little baby Groot thing, but he had, like, a, like, he was wrapped up in a swaddle. Yeah. And I was like, I, like, had it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get this for Alyssa, and Tori's just like, oh, okay. And then we're, like, sitting there looking at other stuff, and she goes, you're getting that for who? I was like, Alyssa. And she was like, Steve's Alyssa? And I was like, yeah. And she was like. Why? And I was like, I don't know. She likes baby Groot. And she was like, but it's like a stuffed animal. She's got like a, a real baby. <laughs> Why does she need that? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I guess you're right. And she was like, I could see if you were getting it for the baby. Yeah. And I was like, well, what's the baby going to do with it? And she was like, well, what's Alyssa going to do with it? And I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, practice swaddling. She was like, yeah, yeah. 
she's like, I think they got it. Like, yeah, she's like, I, she's like, I would, no, she's like, don't do that. And it's funny. She would have liked it anyway. I, yeah, no matter I'm sure. what you got her. No, yeah. I'm sure. But I was like, I just like sat there and overthought it. And I was like, that no, was, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of weird. You're right. It is kind of weird. Like you have a baby, <laughs> but here's another baby. Here's another baby. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. And then you got me the sick Green Day record. Oh yeah, the 1992. That, I've never New seen that anywhere. I'm not even opening that. I re- I won't open it. You shouldn't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> opening it. I'm not fucking playing it. I refuse because I've never seen that record anywhere. I was I've been waiting so long for that fucking that gift to give to you because that one just oh, looked dude. so cool to me. Yeah, it's yeah. so sick. And then um, yeah, that was it, right? That was pretty much. Yeah, that was it, man. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. We got to see the baby. Yeah, first time seeing the baby too. That was sick. She slept. Yep. Thank she God. Cried. Yep. A little she bit. Cried. Not little much. Bit. Nothing crazy. No, nothing crazy. Nah, she's a good baby. And then we went and saw my nephew and my niece. Yep. We had like dinner at my house for Tori's birthday. That was fun. My nephew was all fired up. Fucking jazzed. Yeah. Yep. But like in a cool way, not like a. Over the top way. Oh, yeah, too much. Yeah, no, he was funny. But you know, then you can see the you can see when things turn. You start noticing. Yeah, but luckily, like we had, um, we got him a Spider Man and a Buzz Pez dispenser because he loves Spider Man and Buzz. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he loves candy. So um, he wasn't like he. It was time for them to go, and he like wasn't listening. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Brian, I have like those things in the cabinet. And he like, because when I brought him in, I didn't want him to see him. So I stuck him in the cabinet. Yeah. And so uh, Brian was like, oh, Uncle Nick and Auntie Tori got you something good. And he goes, put your shoes on and put your jacket on and I'll show you. So he goes right over, puts his Crocs on and his little jacket. And he comes walking over and sits there and he's like, I'm ready. So he like pulled out the Pez dispensers and he was like, whoa, cool. He's like, can I have them now? And he's like, you can have them when we get home. And he's like, all right, let's go now. Let's go. <laughs> and he's like, That's funny. He's like, gonna give hugs goodbye. And he comes over, he gives me a hug, Tori, a hug, my father, a hug, whatever. And then, like, my sister-in-law and my mother were talking. And uh, he's like, come on, Mom, we got to go. Come on, Mom, we got to go. <laughs> Time to go now. <laughs> he was ready, dude. Yeah, he was ready. But Oh, my God. Yeah, Brian texted me after and was like, thank God you had those. He was like, cause he was starting to like, he was like, he was, he had like a flashlight and he kept shining it in people's faces and stuff. And oh, nice. Yeah. They were like, don't do that. Like stop. And he was, he was like, thank God you had that because he was starting to like, the iceberg was tipping the other way. Yeah. 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 That's, <laughs> like, that's, that's this telltale sign. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that was my weekend and yours, I guess. Wrapped yeah. Up all world. together. Yep. So. Tell us about Fiddlehead, Stephen. I shall. I shall. Well, if you be, if you like bands like Have Heart, Basement, Big Contest, Glory, etc., you'll like Fiddlehead. Fiddlehead is a American post-hardcore group from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, our land. Yes, our Massachusetts. Land. The hometown. The hometown. Uh, the band's current lineup consists of Patrick Flynn, He's the vocalist, Sean Costa, drums of Have Heart, 
Alex Henry, guitar of basement. Alex Dow, guitar of big contest. And Nick Hinch, bass of standoff and nuclear age. So all these bands that are fucking legends and really good put together called Fiddlehead. Fiddlehead released their first EP in 2014 titled Out of the Bloom. In 2018, Fiddle signed to Boston record label Run for Cover Records and released their debut full-length album titled Springtime in Blind. In 2021, they released their second full-length on Run for Cover, Between the Richness. In 2023, they released their third full-length on Run for Cover, Death is Nothing to Us. Uh, the band rarely participates in full-length tours. This is often due to Patrick Flynn working full-time as a high school teacher. The band does regularly tend to commit to one-off shows or small weekend tours focused on a single region. And as of right now, that is the complete opposite as they're in the UK doing a big tour. Uh, they're actually performing tonight, and they'll be performing for the next few weeks out in the UK. So if you're nice. there, listeners, go check them out. Look up Fiddlehead. Go check them out. Uh, they had former members, uh, if you used to listen to them back in the day. Uh, Adam was the bassist, and Casey, he was also the bassist. Um, and yeah, so we're going to be breaking down the first half of mm-hmm. Springtime and Blind, uh, which is one of the best albums on here. One that Batch has not listened to. Now, the reason yes. we're doing that is because I haven't listened to some Green Day and we were breaking that down and it's kind of fun to not know what to expect. I know Batch has listened to Fiddlehead and I know we talked and this was one he hasn't listened to. So he knows who Fiddlehead is. He's listened to them before, but he has not listened to this album. So First half will be five songs and break it down. Uh, I'll talk about the songs while Batch listens, and then we'll get his reaction, first-time reactions. Yes, yes. Much like uh, you haven't listened to Revolution Radio, have you? No, no. So we'll do the same thing with Green Day there, and then I think after that we're going to do another one that Steve's picked that I haven't listened to. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do Father of All Motherfuckers, which you, I don't think, have listened to. Mm-mm. And then we got a fun one after that planned. And then we'll do Saviors, which we have both listened to. Yeah. So that'll be like a more normal breakdown. Correct. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. So I'm excited to listen to it. And I'm excited yeah. to get this going. So Sweet. With, you ready? Oh. E, nope, hold on. I clicked off the wrong thing. Just a moment. All right, cool. So we're going to get into this. Let's start it off with Spousal Loss. All right, so while Batch is listening to that, I'm going to dig into what this song is about. And I particularly love this song and this whole album. Because of what I'm about to read is very personal, and it also, I can relate to this a lot. So, this song is directed toward Patrick Flynn's mother, who experienced spousal loss when her husband, Flynn's father, died back in March of 2010. He offers his love to his mother while she attempts to cope with her grief. The entire record explores the heartbreaking time in Flynn's life, and as an article from Dig Boston reports, Flynn himself shares this. Quote, Thankfully, I'm comfortable with my emotions in life, but... Singing like that on Spousal Loss was very hard, says Flynn. I was in front of two guys, Alex and our engineer Jesse, trying to articulate how my mother grieves the loss of my father. After 10 minutes, I started yelling through the lack of lyrics, not while crying, but somewhat teary and conjured up some honest, reflective, and thoughtful lines. Those lines introduced what the record would be about. So I really like this. I had a similar thing happen with my stepdad passing. Um... 
and my dad leaving us when we were younger. So I've, I've seen my mother go through some shit and, uh, and I'll honestly, that, that, that speaks a lot that he's able to put this down in his lyrics and just record it and let everyone hear it. But as far as the song itself, uh, it opens up really nice. Uh, you lie awake to pass the time loss of your love. Want some of mine let down again by the hands of God, got none to hold. I'll give you mind and my soul. Kind of, if you listen to the beginning of this podcast, kind of similar to kind of what we were talking about. Uh, so kind of going mm-hmm. into like things happen for a reason, people passing, but enough of me talking batch. How are we doing, bud? This is sick. This is like exactly like what I've come to know from Fiddlehead. Um, It's fucking dope. I love his vocals. His vocals are so fucking, so fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Like the raspy screaming. Mm-hmm. And then it's almost like it's got um, almost like a transit vibe. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like it. it's almost like transit's baby. um it's it's just so sick like it's it's exactly like what i pictured it would be from fiddlehead Mm -hmm. um but i definitely the vocals stand out the most i think you can you can feel like the pain in his voice when he's singing about this stuff yeah i'm a big fan i agree man i I mean the pain in his voice the song itself the introduction how it gets goes hard but then it goes soft when he comes yeah, in with can't yeah. please the pass of time or a warmth above mm-hmm. or the sun's light then here's the sun's love all your loss of love just leave it on me and he repeats that at the end over and over and god dude that must have been so fucking hard to record like oh yeah it had to have been holy shit that's fucking crazy that had like to, I, you can you can like hear the almost like the cracks in his voice like he's trying not to break down while he's singing it's so yeah. fucking good um yeah, this is like classic fiddlehead though. This is so dope. Yeah, well, Pat, I I feel for you, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad you got this shit out. I'm I'm proud of you. I know that takes a lot. Like I said, I, I experienced my 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 stepdad and stepsister were murdered, and I remember watching my mother's reaction the morning she found out. Mm. We all found out, and I'll never forget that. And uh, you know, it's just something that you gotta deal with, unfortunately, and. Uh, you know, that's that's what this brings me to think yeah. about. And uh, so you're not alone, man, in that sense. So. No. no, that's one thing that I think every single one of us have um, been touched with, unfortunately, is loss. Mm-hmm. One way or another, someone's, you know, whether it's murder, whether it's, you know, suicide, whether it's just old age or sickness something someone that you love has passed away everyone's dealt with it and if you haven't yet you will it's that's just you know time is undefeated time always wins Mm. so that's why we always say enjoy the time that you have with people because you never know when it's up so Mm -hmm. this is a really good song really good message behind it i like you said i agree with everything you said about how hard that is to talk about and how hard it is to, you know, bring up. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is awesome though. Great song. Yes. We'll move on to the next. We shall indeed. All right. The next song, similar uh, meaning, like you said, this album has a lot of this stuff. The next song Mm -hmm. is going to be called poem. You. 
So, getting into this song a little bit, uh, this is probably one of my favorite top probably three. The next few songs on this album are really fucking great for me, and it's probably why I love this album, and I'm glad we could pick this album. But as far as breaking this album down, and this song particularly, this song is really about uh, Pat Flynn's fixation with his father's enduring poetic present. Flynn writes, of the song via email, my father loved poetry. After retiring from the army in 92, he returned to teaching poetry and literature as he once did at West Point, only this time at the high school level. The guy could make 16th century literature of Shakespeare seem more relevant than last night's news and point of the poetry in anything from Biggie to the collection of snow on a tree branch. After he passed away, I felt the crush of his absence in this figure in my life that could point out the beauty in anything. What was left was his voice on our message machine, which still plays to the day at my mother's house. Now that his message has been recorded into music on Poem U, I no longer fear the loss of a message machine from the 90s and can hear his poetry in the music of a song and in life. Fuck, bud, that gives me so much chills. Yeah. This Woo, is fucking... If you're not in the... Few... <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. This is so good. It, like... It like uh, I'm trying to think of like what it reminds me of because it's like not. It's almost like um, like early grunge. Like it's more of a grunge yeah. feel than like a pop punk feel to it, and it's it's like softer Pearl Jam, some Nirvana. Like I could definitely see like mm-hmm. someone like Pearl Jam, a band like Pearl Jam, doing something like this. Yeah, um, it's a really cool message too. Like behind it. Um, mm. I feel like everyone again. Everyone goes through this when they lose someone. The vocals are so no, fucking agreed. dope, dude. Folk, his vocals are outstanding. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. makes this even better than it already is. And yeah. his lyrics are really like, dude, this is some heartbreaking shit. But when yeah, you listen yeah. to it, if you don't listen to the lyrics, you're like, damn, this is fucking cool, man. I'm jamming out. But like. If you look at the first lyrics, talk to your ghost, sleep with your clothes. I'll take whatever's left in the waste of your death. Like, Jesus. he's going to talk to his dad. He's going to sleep with his dad's clothes. He'll take anything that he can because his dad is gone. Yeah. And then, but in case you come, I left the light on, whatever's left. Bright enough to see from the stars of your death. Find me in the bedroom corner. I'll take whatever's left. Writing verses of shattered hearts in the waste. Like, holy fuck, dude. That's some sad shit. Yeah, like, it is. That's it's real shit. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real shit, man. That's what I fuck with Fiddlehead about. Is like they do some real shit, man. And it's like they're not heavy, yeah. heavy. And they're not no. pop punk. They're like right in that middle, man. Like you're talking about. And it's like, it's nice, man. It's nice to, to, to yeah. see this type of shit. You know, it's not about girlfriends breaking up with shit and uh, stuff like not that there's r- anything wrong with that. But like, this is why I like twisting it up a little bit. And uh, yeah, it's definitely yeah. got like that. Like I said, almost like that, that 90s, like alternative or like that 90s grunge feel to it. Correct. Uh, some like Red Hot Chili Peppers or like some Nirvana Pearl Jam. Yeah. Um, that type of feel to it, where it's heavy, but it's it's like heavy in a different way. Like it's not like fast paced heavy. It's just like heavy guitars and heavy drums. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell that the guy's beating the shit out of the drums. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that's what I mean by heavy, and like they're really yeah. like hammering on the guitar and stuff like that. Like it's not 
heavy in the sense of like knocked loose. It's like heavy in the sense of like the way that they're playing. Yeah, a hundred percent, dude. The guitars and stuff are super dirty, super like lots of reverb on them. <laughs> yeah, the vocals are fucking dirty, screaming. It's it's cool. I dig this a lot. Fuck yeah, dude. They got the gain up reverb on. Let's fucking yes, sir. send it. Yes. Yeah, I love this shit, dude. Gain's on love 10, it. baby. Yeah, dude. Why not, dude? Why not? Oh, yeah, so. dude. I love it. But that's Sweet. just like, this is like exactly kind of what I expected it to be, you know? It's yeah. Like a classic fiddlehead record. That's right. They're so dope. And the lyrics are fucking crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what is next. Word. Uh, this was and is probably 1A for me on this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, USMA is the next song we are going to be breaking down. So getting into this song a little bit is probably one of my top songs, if not my top song on this. As I mentioned, the way they sing at the end just makes me so happy. Uh, Weights right here all on my shoulders. Weights right here on all my shoulders. The whole point of this song being so calm yet like so aggressive. It's, it's really good. The lyrics really good. Uh, lean on trees, just like a shoulder. See you in young West Point soldiers. Yeah, I'll wait right. Wait right here as I get older. Wait right here as I get older. The weight's right here on my shoulder. The weight of love forever gone like the chest I leaned on. On and on and on. Again, another song dedicated to his father. Super personal. Super. This song's got a little bit more... Um, I want to say light to it. It's like lighter. It's kind of like sparkly. I'm, get, I'm getting like Dog Hotel and bloom Mm -hmm. vibes from it more transit and that type of like dog hotel type vibes from it yeah dude a hundred percent like a little lighter but it's i still fuck with it hard yeah that's perfect i actually fuck with that hard dude yeah because like i'd say like spouse lost has huge transit vibes yeah dude sorry to cut you off like when he was just singing the uh the chorus there i could see tim landis singing that like that's a hundred percent dude like Dude, shit. Or like uh, Jimmy Bananas singing something like this. Hell this yeah. is what it gives me huge vibes of. Dude, that's like so spot on. That's like literally perfect. Because like some of their songs remind me of like Tiger's Draw Title Fight, yeah, fucking yeah, shit yeah. like that. And then you get songs like this where it's just like Dog Hotel Bloom, like shit like that, dude. It's like yeah, spot on, dude. Great, great reference there, yeah. Yeah, right when it started, I was like, oh, this is fucking Transit and Dog Hotel right here. <laughs> and then the other, the other two, like I said, I got that grunge vibe. But then, like you said, with the the title fight, a lot of title fight. Yeah. I feel a lot, of, yeah. a lot of title fight and like Tiger's jaw sprinkled in there. But definitely a lot of title fight. Yeah. But they're fucking sick. I would definitely pick them over title fight. Oh, you can't even. <laughs> like, dude, title, oh, I don't know. Title Fight is like, I love Fiddlehead, but Title Fight's always the OG for me, man. Oh, yeah. That's just sure. me being real. Title Fight's yeah. like legends in this scene. No, and so are. isn't Fiddlehead, but Title Fight's just like, I don't know. 
Yeah. No, no, no disrespect. You. I'm just more, I just, I don't know. I'd fuck with this. Yeah. But I like. We got to uh, break down title fight. I should have done do. that too at some point. Yeah. Because I have not listened to much title fight at all. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. Tiger's jaw more than title fight for sure. I assumed. I assumed. Yeah, like we'll, we'll uh, way more, but we'll sprinkle that in the future for sure. Yeah, I thought you were gonna hit me with like hot mulligan or something, and I was gonna be like, "Oh, this is gonna be fun." No, no, no. I wanted to <laughs> keep it support, positive. and I've been listening <laughs> positive support some lads yeah, yeah. locally, and honestly, I've been jamming to fiddlehead, well, yeah, pretty hard lately. So uh, yeah, they're fucking. But sick, no, I'm glad. I know you already know them, so this isn't again. This isn't Batch doesn't listen doesn't not listen to Fiddlehead. He just hasn't oh, listened yeah. to this album, right? Right. So like, this isn't him being like, "Whoa, like I've never heard this before." It's wow, I've never heard this album. This is fucking yes. sick, especially yeah. the concept of it being all about his father. Yeah, that's what's crazy. It's like, you know, some people only write like one song about this dude wrote a whole record, and it's like yeah. it's fucking killer. Yeah, it's fucking it's so it's dope, man. So with with deaths and with life and with the next song coming, things hit us like tidal waves, and that is the next song we're getting into. It's going to be called Tidal Waves. Very similar song here. uh, Very similar style to USMA, and again, it is about his father. I'm going to talk about this song, and I'm going to explain a little bit about it. Um, So... Most of these songs on this album is about Pathlin's father's death, the emotions and struggles he experiences in the wake of that. So, what's opens up with death strikes at night when I'm low. My soul hollow, lights off, long gone and unknown, undone, unwhole. Memories of your face like tidal waves, of your nonstop pounding love, now in race to the grave to embrace the one and I truly loved. Um, I like that line a lot. Memories of your face like tidal waves, hence the song. Because, like we've talked about earlier, about Batch going to Disney and his grandma and in my losses, it's just like that example for being in Disney and, and you were trying to enjoy yourself and you were enjoying yourself and then you it hits you like a tidal wave, just splash you in the face like, oh shit, usually I'm at my grandparents or I'm seeing my grandma or talking to her or like whatever and like, fuck, it just smashed you and then you're like upset, crying, talking to people about it and then it's like, fuck man, now it's like, just nonstop fucking thoughts mm-hmm. and you just want to embrace that person that you truly loved and they truly loved you. And you get consumed with doom in your room. Next line that he talks about. Um, it's beautiful, man. It's sad. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, uh, it's hard realization. It's hard to, it's hard to believe I'm reading more lyrics. It's just speaking to like how I'm talking, but, yeah, yeah, it's a great song. Uh, sorry if I went on, but uh, what no, are your no. thoughts, brother? Um, gives me like big, almost like old school punk vibes. Okay, like some California, like East Bay punk vibes. Um, Ramones, like um, some softer, like maybe some like softer early Green Day, some Dead Kennedys thrown in there. Hmm. Like, just musically, like, especially in the beginning, it sounds like something that would be, like, some California surfer kid would listen to. I could see it, yeah. You know, something that would be on, like, the soundtrack of um, Lords of Dogtown or something like that. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's, well, like, that's, and, that's and, awesome. And, and, like, Tony Hawk or something. Like, that's the Yeah, bro, I, I fuck with it. that. That's yeah, so cool. 
So like, yeah, like I was listening to it. I was like, oh, it gives me that California, like laid back, like surfer vibe. And then he started singing. And I was like, oh, it kind of gives me some some like Ramon vibes, some Dead Kennedys vibes in there. Just the way his vocals sounded, you know, they were a little cleaner. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily screaming. Yeah, yeah. But, but it like fit. It's like, it's so dope. Like it fits so well on this record. And just like his <laughs> lyrics, his lyrics just match everything. Like the whole tone of the song so perfectly. Yeah. It's awesome. This might be my That's, favorite one. This might be my favorite. Love it. Yeah, love this it. Not a bad fucking, one to be a favorite. I like that. <clears throat> yeah, it gives me those chill, like California surfer vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Hang 10. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> but then you like listen to the lyrics and you're like, oh man, like <laughs> that's heartbreaking, man. Yeah, I know. You know right? Not to make, I'm not making fun of it, but like, no, no, just, no. Uh, you know, it's, it's like people do it all the time with like pop punk and emo where like they put like the pink house and it's like the music and then they yeah. put the lyrics and it's like the black one. That's the song to a T. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I good. like that. It's... Yeah, I love All this right, one. You, you ready to move on to our last one of uh, the breakdown here for the first half? I sure am. All right. So the last one is going to be called Head Hands. Now, one thing I really appreciate about Pat is... He moves his vocals around the instruments extremely well. Yes, he, I've noticed that, especially on right? this. Yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, it's just match, something about they match the music so perfect. So perfect. Like, this is dude, another it's... one that's like <laughs> he's not screaming on it, but it it like works. Mm-hmm. Little little slower on this one. Yeah, super slow. I, I personally, I personally love this song. It's no, super. Yeah, this is. The lyrics are super short, right? Yeah. But this, what he describes, how he describes it, again, is one of those straight-to-the-point things. It's not broken down with, like, analogies and references. It's just telling you how he feels, asking questions about life and why it is the way it is, and he's just on point, man. Um, I'll break down all the lyrics, talk about them real quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, How long will I feel this way? Relatable. Mm -hmm. How long will I think this way? Relatable. How long will I sleep this way? Oh. Relatable. Okay. <laughs> Turn in moonlight, burn in sunlight. How long will I kneel? How long? Until I hear you. Fire October, ire November, ice December. My favorite line, pain on Monday through Sunday and over and over with my head, with my head in my hands. Simple. That's it. That's all the lyrics. Expressions of so, why? Uh, <laughs> why do I feel pain? Why do I sleep? I can't sleep. I don't sleep. I sleep waking up, I I PTSD, I think all these fucking thoughts, I feel all these fucking thoughts, the winter's fucking shit, I'm always fucking in pain Monday to Sunday, over and over and over, my head is in my hands, you know, when you're fucking depressed, sad, lonely, whatever the feeling is of just fucking, ah, you just grab your fucking face, dude, put your head between your legs, Mm -hmm. super relatable, again, he does an amazing job extenuating these lyrics to a full song, which I find it's very hard to do, but he does a very good job at this. Um, and it's very meaningful, man. It's, it, you can feel it. Like Batch and I have said, he's not screaming, but he's like yelling faintly, and it's perfect for what this is. Oh, the ending's fucking yeah. tremendous. 
the last like 13 seconds where he's like he is yelling at that at that point. Yeah. It's so fucking good. That's like the lyrics are so fucking sick, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. It's fucking yeah, insane. I, lo- I love this, this is- song. I'll- it's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, this is unreal. I can't believe I've never listened to this record. Yeah, it's a good one. It is. This is 10 out of 10 so far. I'd you say. hear that, people? 10 out of 10. Go listen. 5 out of 5 so far. 5 out of 5, because we got another half to break down, and that was the uh, first half for this episode that we are going to do. Yes, yes. So dope. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of this. <laughs> I'm digging this shit here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I figured I would, because, like, you know, yeah. we've said I have I know who Fiddlehead is. I've listened to Fiddlehead for a while. So mm-hmm. I'm not, like, you know, not surprised, as Nick Diaz would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, But, yeah, cool record so far. Fun. I dig it. I shouldn't say fun, but... Well, it's, fun, it's to, fun, fun to break to down, uh, yeah. Yeah. So sorry you had to deal with that. That's fucking brutal. But uh glad he made some killer music out of it. That's probably I shouldn't say probably, that's definitely helping people. Hundred percent. Yeah, helping himself and people, right? Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Um but yeah. So that's Word. all I got. That's it, yeah. Next time we come, we'll start with Rejoice. Uh, that'll start it off, and we'll finish it off through that with the next five songs. But as far as the episode, uh, uh, I'm good. Are you done? Yeah. It's too b- Did you watch the UFC fights? Uh, no, I didn't care for it, honestly. Our guy is all done, I think. <laughs> Who? Come here, babe. Volkanovski. Oh, yeah, I saw her. I think he's toast. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, there she is. <laughs> we have a little appearance, man. Oh, my God. Look at that face. Wow. She's <laughs> horrified. <laughs> Hello there. We have a special guest on the podcast. Amelia Joan. Caraphone. <laughs> she got anything to say? Yeah, what do you got to say, little one? Anything? Nothing. 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 She's okay. holding it in. She's waiting. Classic. Classic. Waiting. Love it. Yep. Breath. Breath was taken away. What'd you say? We just woke up. We just woke up. Oh, we've just awoken. We've just awoken, that's why. But, Good morning. Um, <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> she will not look away. No, Interesting. Just, it it might, be the, might be the background. Here he is. Hello, child. eyes are bugging. <laughs> she, she's like, I saw you. She's like, I swear to God, this guy. But why is he in the box? Yeah, why is he in a box? And now now she's probably honestly confused. <laughs> yeah, she looks it. She's like, what the hell? I just woke like up when... and now I'm staring at this bearded man. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, we're wrapping it up. Um, no, I didn't. I, I saw. Yeah, I did see that. He lost, though. Oh, thank you. Okay. She kicked him. Yeah, I'm, I'm being summoned. Yep. Goodbye. I'll be there in a minute. What'd she say? She said, sounds good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I was devastated. Yeah. Was not he's fun. To- no, he's toast. You flip her off? That's nice. She's flip. The baby's flipping me off. It's fucked up. The baby can. <sighs> yeah, I know. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Deep breaths. Who's Frava? Yeah. 
Bruce Gertz. <laughs> Alright, yeah, I got nothing else. Yeah, man. me either. I'm, d- I'm done. We, uh, All right. we will be back next week for the back half of this fabulous record. Yes. Alright. Yes. Toodle, everyone. Bye. Oh, what do you mean you don't know? That's what you just said, you